everyone. Welcome to Loving This Life podcast, hosted by yours truly, Abby Hillis, founder of ACH Events and co-founder of The Twelfth Woman, an advocacy group fighting for sexual assault survivors. This podcast is about loving the life that you live and 100% owning it and being happy with it. Each episode will include a guest or thoughts to help bring your dreams to reality, understand true commitment in life, and help turn some of your darkest days into the brightest years. So grab some coffee, some wine, or whatever tickles your fancy, and join me on this adventure of finding happiness and taking charge. Hey, everyone. Hi, I'm back, and I feel like I said that the last time. And, you know, it's still, you know, kind of not been the top priority of coming on here. Life has been a little busy, and so I just want to go ahead and say thanks for tuning in. If you've continued to keep tuning in and listening to my crazy episodes and stories and whatever, I know the last episode kind of took like a funny spin, and we got some really positive feedback on that, but I've kind of just decided that I'm going to be able to upload an episode, you know, whenever life kind of fits, and this is something that I've enjoyed sharing with people and it shouldn't be like a task or I shouldn't set expectations for myself. Um, Instead, I should just do it as my heart desires and just, you know, put positive words and thoughts out into the world as I, you know, deem necessary. So with that being said, who knows when the next episode will be. It could be tomorrow. It could be in a week. It could be in a month. I'm not really sure. I'm just going to try to like start recording thoughts and you know, opinions and that type of thing, just as I feel like they, you know, come into the mix and then bring guests on still as they kind of see fit and go from there. So yeah, welcome to spring. I guess it's spring now. And I think I've only done three episodes. So one like in winter, one in like the still of winter and then now in spring. So um, it's getting warmer. It's like my favorite time of year. I was born on the first day of spring and I feel like there's a reason why that happened. It's because I am totally a spring baby and not a winter baby. Cold, dark, cloudy months are not my my jam. I swear I get like seasonal depression because of, you know, being surrounded by that. So I'm super excited for it to be 90 degrees and sunny. Not to bore you with talking about the weather because there's way more important things to talk about. But yeah, so I'm coming at you live. Well, I'm not live because you're now listening to it recorded on a podcast. But I'm live in the sense I literally just got home from a therapy session and I posted right before I went into my therapy session, who wants me to go live and like recap my therapy session on social media? And I got bombarded with people telling me I should do it. So this is me doing it. And so maybe I'll spend the next 15 minutes telling you guys what I learned and maybe you guys can take something from it and maybe you can call me crazy and you're thinking in your head, thank God she goes to a therapist. Disclaimer, it's going to talk about something super personal. So if you don't like talking or hearing truths about my life and things that I do as coping mechanisms, you may not want to listen to it. That's my disclaimer. I'm going to be really real and raw in this one. And it's really nerve wracking. And I would appreciate if you have your own opinions or drink your own haterade about it to just keep it to yourself or just don't listen because you have the right to not listen. Um, but basically I hadn't seen my therapist in over two months. And the last time that I had seen her, she told me that she didn't see me as much, which was super exciting. And I felt like it was such a great place 
that, you know, I agreed. And I was like, yes, like we don't need to see each other every two weeks. So we, you know, slowed it down to a month, but then life happened. And I think I had a wedding on the day that I was supposed to go see her. And then we went to Colorado for my birthday and it's been now, like, I guess over two months since I've seen her and, you know, things build up and life changes very quickly. And the things that you were talking about previously kind of like no longer become what you need to talk about. And so today, kind of like right off the bat, for some reason, I wanted to talk about how I felt, or I wasn't sure how I felt about the amount of marijuana that I was consuming, whether that was through an edible or, you know, just smoking a little bit here or there. Obviously, you know, people choose their different substance of like pleasure um, and socializing. And for me, I just don't really use alcohol. Like, I always feel really just disgusting the next day. And I, I feel like it's not good for me and my body doesn't process it well. So I like have a beer here and there, maybe like a really good vodka mixed drink here and there, but I don't really choose to drink heavily because it just doesn't mix well with my body. And so for me, like my other vice is, is weed. And it used to be just very like recreational. And recently I've like done it, you know, much more often than I've done it in the past. And I was like bringing this to her attention and explaining to her, I don't know if this is like a coping mechanism or if I'm trying to mask something that I'm not wanting to bring to reality, or if I just, you know, just decided like blatantly that this is something that I just am doing more of now and it's fine and there's no reason to overanalyze it. And so we got to talking and, you know, for you guys like I, that are listening, like, I don't know what that thing is for you. Maybe it's tobacco products, cigarettes, dipping alcohol, beer, a different drug, like a medical medicine that a doctor prescribes you, like whatever it is that you feel like you maybe look at it and you're like, could I do life without this? Or like, is it a crutch or is it not a crutch? For me, it's like, I guess I'm an overanalyzer. And so I kind of just wanted to talk through this process with her. And basically what the conclusion that we came to was that the way that I am putting it into my life, sometimes on a sunny day where I'm hanging out by myself, like I would do it, but then I would also do it late at night after I had a really crazy work day and I needed it to quickly bring me down from like a really intense feeling of, you know, working intensely all day. And she said, you know, that's kind of conflicting because you're not using it for the same reason every single day. So it's not like you're dependent on it to come down because you're also using it just as a social aspect. So it's, you know, confusing for your body So she asked me, have you ever just like gone a certain period of time without doing it? Like, can you do that? Is that something you're okay with? And I was like, yeah. Like, are you asking me if I'm dependent on it? I know. And like tomorrow, if you told me I was never allowed to smoke weed again, I could totally do that. And she was like, well, right. But have you comprehended the difference in your day-to-day life when you smoke versus when you don't or when you consume versus when you don't? And that was like a really interesting question for me because I've never done that. And she was like, I would just really challenge you to, you know, spend a few weeks going through and doing every single thing that you would have normally done with any sort of substance in your life and just take it out and just see if like you go throughout your day similarly, or if there's things that happen in your day where like you think, man, if I wouldn't have done this, if I would have, you know, taken a hit or whatever. And it's just so interesting because like, I want to believe that like, there's no dependency on it and maybe there's not. And I will only figure that out if I like just remove it from my life and then compare the two. And so 
basically 30, 45 minutes of discussion of all, all of that brought us to a place where I am now going to decide a certain period of time where I'm just not going to do anything. And I am going to work on, you know, finding more of an even playing field for myself of life instead of having such intense days where I feel like I need something to bring me back down. And then also going back and practicing those things that I used to practice of really relying on meditation instead of relying on a quick fix or something. It's not even a quick fix. It's a quick mask. So anyways, that is some crazy inside details. And I mean, if we really wanted to go there, let's talk about how um, we also talked about my sex life and how it is better when there's substance than when it's not, which in what she believes happens is that it takes off the like intensity that I have. And so I'm actually able to relax. But if I never teach my body how to relax and enjoy physical intimacy with my partner, that it's like, I, I'm not doing myself a favor and it's not really benefiting either one of us if we are both relying 100% on when I'm consuming. So let's talk coffee for a second. I don't know about you, but I am the type of person that unadmittedly makes a pot of coffee one day and maybe even uses the leftover coffee the next day and just reheats it. So not good, I know, for like the best tasting coffee, but hey, gotta do what you gotta do, right? But then I found Trade Coffee Company and you guys have got to check them out. Head on over to their website and take their coffee quiz. They're taking a whole new approach to really just brewing coffee at home. So basically you start by taking a quiz and they get an idea of the type of coffee you like and which beans would be best for you. From there, then they give you these awesome suggestions of which coffees would be the best fit for your coffee preferences. If you're interested and want to try it out, feel free to use the code ABBCHILLIS when checking out and I can get you 50% off your first bag. What, what? So go check it out. Trade Coffee Company. So now that we've talked about my sex life publicly, I don't know. It's just like I felt like it was really interesting. And I firmly believe that I'm not the only one who's fighting these battles. They're not even really a battle. I don't know why I'm calling it that because it's not even a battle for me because it's just like I was analyzing it today and I was thinking, you know, like, do I need to be doing this in my life? Like, is it good for me or is it not good for me? Is it helping me? Is it not? Um, And I thought, well, maybe this is something else people would like to hear and reflect on because I do think that Angie is brilliant and brings great points to the table. So yeah, I'm sharing them. The other thing that we talked about in very deep conversation was my ability still that I struggle with to say no. So I have created boundaries in my life where I've never had boundaries before and for those of you who have gone to therapy and talked about boundaries or lack thereof, you know that like your upbringing has a large impact on whether or not you have a lot of boundaries or don't. And so I'm learning in my life that I grew up with very minimal boundaries. So as an adult, I suck at creating them. Surprise, surprise. So what I have been working on is whether it's with friends or family or whatever, I just start setting boundaries that I know makes myself happier and honestly, is better for everyone because I'm not getting to a point of overexerting myself or putting myself in a situation that I didn't want to be in. You know, list goes on and on. And I feel like I've been doing a great job at that. But then she brings it to my attention on how am I doing with my business? And for those of you that don't know, obviously I have ACH events and I do wedding planning with that company, but I started Grow Group at the beginning of March and 
it's exploded. It's a um, one-stop shop for small businesses. And there's a lot of small businesses in this world right now. Everyone's, you know, kind of dipping their toes and doing their own thing. And with that comes a lot of opportunity for, you know, the business that I've created because a lot of people need help. And it's beautiful and it's awesome. And I love helping people, but it's come at me so quickly that I've said yes to everything because I feel like it's wrong of me to say no. And when I've said yes to everything, I've overexerted myself. So now I'm finding myself at, whoa, full circle now. I was smoking because I was having such intense days of overworking that I needed the quick fix to get me to relax in order to fall asleep, to wake up early, to do it all over again. And let's be honest, like that is so not conducive to success. There's a lot of problems with that. My company is going to suffer, my clients are going to suffer, and I'm going to suffer. There's nothing good about me overexerting myself and not creating boundaries. And so like she explained to me how she has a wait list and she is someone who's very like highly sought after in the therapy world, which is amazing. And I'm like totally agree with her and like I can only imagine as to why that's the situation for her. And she's like, you know, at one point I look at myself of having, you know, a wait list and I'm like, you know, that's amazing. You've done this so well, like you are doing a great job. And then I look at it the other, it's like, oh, I'm failing people because I'm not helping them. And I think this is something that we all struggle with of just finding that happy medium where you're saying yes to where you're happy and you're, you know, paying bills and making ends meet and like living the life that you wanted to live. But then on the other side of that, saying no, because it's going to put you in a place where it's unhealthy for you. And (laughs) it's hella hard. I don't know why I struggle so bad with boundaries, but like, If I don't have boundaries or I put boundaries in one part of my life, I have no boundaries in another. So now I'm going to put boundaries in my business and I feel like I'm going to have issues with boundaries in another part. And I'm going to try really hard not to have that be the case. But it just seems to be like the cycle of like, I get really good at creating boundaries in one place and, you know, another, I allow the intensity to come in another aspect of my life. So yeah, I mean, that was basically the therapy session and I mean, I've shortened an hour long conversation down into like roughly 15 minutes. But for me now, it's like, maybe I need to go do another episode. Maybe I I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what the next episode will be. Maybe it'll be more reflecting back on this. But I now have to go take all of this and like sit on it and chew on it and kind of process it and then like implement some of the things that she talked about and then reevaluate and I think it's important, like, my life has been so awesome since I've made these changes and, you know, really retrained my brain to see the glass half full instead of half empty. And I think for a while, the environment and situation and people I was surrounded by, it made me see it more half empty. And now that I'm like in this more positive realm, I am just feeling like I'm on top of the world and I just keep taking on, you know, project after project and goodness after goodness from each person that wants to give it to me. And it's also important to take a step back and go, you know what, this is like a beautiful problem to have, but like also life is really too short to live it in like a rat race of just go, 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 which if you know me, that's my life. So big deep breath. I'm just still working on taking deep breaths to like reset myself. So I don't even know. (laughs) I can't believe people listen to this. I'm sitting here just like, and I'm not stoned by the way, 100% sober today. 
I just, I don't know. I don't even know if this is something you guys like even deal with or if I'm out on the island by myself dealing with this. But I want to be authentic. And I like feel like I've built who I am off of being authentic and real and honest. And sometimes that comes across as like brutally honest to people and they don't like it. But I'm also not going to pretend like I'm perfect. Yeah, whoa, I do an illegal substance. But if you go to Colorado, it's not illegal. If you go to California, it's not illegal. So like, is it a legal substance? Like, is it that bad for you? Should I not be doing it? Like all of these questions are constantly things that go through my head. And it's like, am I less than thou because I choose to do that? Like, does it make me less of a person? I like feel like sometimes maybe I think that about myself because there's people who don't do it and put themselves on a pedestal for not doing it. But then it's like, there's those same people that have no problem resorting to drinking a bottle of wine a night. And it's like, is that similar? And I'm rambling and I'm giving you great insight into what it's like to be a part of Abby Hillis's brain. But yeah, you know, food for thought. I would love to like, if you wanted to come on and like talk about maybe some of the similar things and be, have a real conversation, let's do it. Like reach out to me, tell me, because it's nice to know that like when you're going through something or you're struggling with something that you have other people that are there to say, hey, you know, like I'm on this ride with you and this journey with you. We're doing this together. So yeah, if you're out there and you're listening and you're like totally identifying with me, I would beyond be ecstatic to just chat with you and just like have a community of realness and authenticity of like you know not the highlight reel that we all put up on social media which yes I'm guilty of that too I'm not saying that like I don't do that because I obviously do we're all guilty of that but just wanting to have like more candid real and honest conversations that really are just struggling to exist in this world so um with that I can say I will honestly and always vow to give you guys the most real conversations and the most honest side of me and you know if you listen in you hear some really vulnerable sides to my life and I hope that maybe it it motivates you to kind of like let other people see that side of you and you know find a community where you have people that can be real with you because I found that it is way better for that to have that in your life than to have people who you know, you feel like you have to be someone around. You should just always be allowed to be yourself. So anyways, I hope you guys got something out of this quick little, um, you know, most of my (laughs) episodes are like close to an hour or over an hour. This one's only, you know, 18 minutes, 19 minutes, whatever it ends up being. But yeah, I don't know. Like I would love for this to be a conversation that starts online and then like keeps going. And like maybe we do a round table discussion and record it or something. You guys know I'm all about collaborating. So I hope you all have a fabulous rest of your day for listening in the night. Go have a great night's sleep and wake up rejuvenated. I am going to do that tonight for myself. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace and blessings. Love to you all. Bye, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Loving This Life podcast. It is because of people like you tuning in each episode that Loving This Life has a purpose. If you like what you hear, Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. This is how we spread the love and reach more amazing people like you. I also want to say a special thank you to Ella Reed. She so graciously shared her empowering and uplifting song, Walk On, for us to use on the podcast. And lastly, remember to wake up each day being confident with who you are, but also love yourself enough to change for the better. Peace, y'all.